an age we live in. Yeah. Well, I also probably do this like not the right way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, I mean, it looks pretty official. I did. I, I did come in here being like. He's only got one microphone. Yeah. What kind of dog and pony show is this? (laughs) I know. I need to invest in that two-mic system. Right. um, A two-mic. It's a good system. Yeah. But what I do is I just turn it up really hot so that... I mean, it's a condenser, which is like... It's capable of picking up an area. Right. Okay. And so I just position it properly. And do you know the band Guster, by any chance? Guster, no. Um, I saw them recently at a... The Grammy Museum. They did this like... They have a new album coming out. Mm -hmm. Or it just came out, actually. Dropped on the same day as episode six, by the way. Ah. Yeah. There we go. So, we're brothers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but so, I saw them at the Grand Museum with Nick, actually. I took Nick. Nice. And they were talking about recording this album, and they were just like, you know, usually you have like 18 microphones on the drum kit. And oh, like, no. And like, you know, that's the normal way, but when we did this album, the sound engineer, used, he was just like... Fuck it, let's just do one area thing and we'll pick it all up. And yeah. they were just like, what is happening? That's crazy. And, and the guy, they were like, they were like, can we get a little more snare? And the guy just went over and he pushed the microphone and he was just like, engineering. And did it, <laughs> and it worked? Yeah. That's I, awesome. I mean, the album's great. I like it. 18 microphones for one drum kit? Well, that's like the usual, the norm. That's you know? insane. Like you have right? a microphone on the snare, a microphone on the hi-hat, oh, okay. there microphone we go. on the tom, so that way you can adjust each individual level. I don't know shit about drums, apparently. <laughs> I thought it was, for a second, I was, in my mind, I was like, there's only one drum. <laughs> there's only one drum that a guy is playing at any given moment. No. And, uh, and yeah. And with Guster, the drummer is actually, he's a hand drummer, so they have like this unique oh. kind of bongo set. Although on this album, he kept it more traditional. I have to check these guys out. Oh, yeah, they're great. Guster? Guster. Okay. I hope everybody checks them out. Oh, this yeah. This episode brought to you by... By Guster. Guster. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. Well, that's, our, are, that's our nice intro. I oh, guess. my God. A good promotion for Guster? Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. What a better um, way to start the day. Yeah, I never know how to start these things, so... I don't know how now. I always just start recording and see what happens. This is the second podcast I've ever done. Really? I only, the... I've only done one before. I was with uh, Sasquatch, and we did Steve Hofstetter and Danny actually have a podcast oh. uh, called High... Was it? High Confidence, Low Self-Esteem? I might be getting that wrong. I like but, you're um, saying, what was it? Like, Danny's gonna, like, pop in through the door, <laughs> yeah, like... Well, like I feel That's like right, Jack. I feel like he like if he's listening to this, he he does this face, which is hard for me to say on a podcast, but it's just kinda like a what? Like it's just kind of a every time you say something that is factually inaccurate, yeah. he will just go into this like, what? I didn't mean you know, he gets into that whole thing. So like in my head he's listening to this podcast and just being like, That's not right. Um But uh no, it was, it was a really fun podcast, but it was like four dudes. And uh, Steve Hofstetter, and like we had like three mics, uh-huh. so it was just, and I was the guy who was like sharing a mic, yeah. So it was just hard for me to be like, and you know what I think. <laughs> so now I have a voice. I'm heard. Yeah. Feels yeah. good. I like, I like, I kind of got it right on the first interview with this whole like just one mic. It kind of mm-hmm. catches the thing. I don't know. That's good. Maybe we'll see. It um, works. You only have one to compare it to, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, so far, I think they're about tied, and yeah. it's great. <laughs> Thank you. You guys are killing it. No, you're killing it. Killing <laughs> it. Straight killing it from her. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, it's uh, January 20th, 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you playing along, you'll notice that I did my last episode two days ago. I'm kind of uh, doubling up a little bit this week because I'm going to Sundance next week. So, so this, cool. I, thank you. Um, so, I'm going to schedule this episode to drop on the 27th. So, that way, while I'm gone, you know, someone's taken care of. You, you, all my baby birds are taken care of. Oh, is that what you're calling your fan base? I don't know. I all my baby birds. My sidekickers. Ooh, it's good. I just came up with that. Sidekickers? I don't know. It's good. I'm spitballing here. I like it. No, you gotta you gotta come up with the. Uh, what is it? They have like uh, every like actor, I guess now has like a name for their fans, or a couple of them like, like believers. And... Believers are like uh, the Cumberbitches for Benedict what? Cumberbatch. That's a thing. That's I think that's that's a real thing. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have one yet? No, and it's hard for me to be like if I if I ever came up I've I've always thought like if ever I got to that point where I needed a name, <laughs> which is just a long way off, uh, Quaid Brigade. But at the same time, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like weird for me to be like he is what you call yourselves. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but you know what? This is kind of the perfect way to like put that out. Just there. Just put that out there in the world, <laughs> and, and people will hopefully 
God willing, right? Yeah. Fingers this. crossed. Fingers crossed that the Quaden Brigade. Quaden Brigade on, on this day. Well, I remember like because I got like a I don't know like I sh- you should never Google yourself, but I did one day or no no it was like a tweet that I that I received, and it was like a girl being like, uh, "Man, I love you so much. I got Quades," and <laughs> and A I D S was in all caps. Oh no! And I was like, "Well, we need to put a stop to this. <laughs> I can't have people with Quades." Yeah, following me around if that's like if they're fans. Uh, so just like some weird. Just meme gonna humbly there. put out Quaid Brigade. You so got that... a weird meme coming where it's just like yeah. your face like really dark like God oh. Quaid's. Oh no! Oh, no, God Quaid's yeah. terrible, terrible. This is off to a great start. Oh, it's 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 booming, <laughs> yeah. killing it, killing it. From... <laughs> so well. um, for those of you um, still wondering, uh, my guest today is Jack Quaid. Hello, Jack. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. I talked for a while before actually being introduced. <laughs> yeah, I, I just know. realized. That's okay. Hopefully That's they're good. still listening. Cool. <laughs> like, I who's mean, this guy? I don't care. I'm well, leaving. your name is in the title. Right? Oh, so, sure. But right, I just wanted, it's like an official welcome, you know? Thank you, man. Yeah, and thank you for uh, taking the time this morning. This is the earliest I've ever done oh, really? recording, so this will be interesting. I like it. I like, the, I like the early morning, like starting the day starting off. Starting the day off with a little like podcast. A little podcasting. Yeah. yeah. That's good, man. Thank you. So, um, you grew up in L.A., right? I did, yeah. You're from here. One of the few natives that you run into. Are you also... You're, you're from here, too, yeah, right? Yeah, because you went yeah, to high school with Nick. Exactly. Got yeah. it. I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> you see people who are like, yeah, I went, to high, I went to high school here, but I was born in like New York, and then I came out here yeah. with my family. I don't know. But so anyway. you're you're born and raised here in LA. Born and raised here in LA. Yeah, I guess we're... splitting time with in New York, probably right. A little bit. No, not or... actually. No, like my mom lives there now, but like my both my parents lived here. Gotcha. Until I went to college, and then my mom moved to New York when I went to NYU. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was like, "You're following me. <laughs> this isn't good." But now she like lives there full time, and I'm back here. And it's more of a it's more of, it's it's it works. It really does work, and she loves it out there, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so, can you just talk a little bit about, like, growing up, kind of being born into the industry, like... Yeah. Because you grew up on film sets. And I did, yeah. Up, yeah. I mean, it was... It, it's, like... It's crazy because I don't think I realized that it was weird until later. Until mm-hmm. until kids were like, wait, you go to film sets? And I was, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's just kind of what I... I don't know. I, like, yeah. I guess I do do that. Um, but uh, it, it, was, it was nuts because you got kind of... You got kind of a crash course in like how like kind of crazy Hollywood can be sometimes, mm-hmm. and you got what I love is that like I got I kind of got a crash course in like I guess the media and how that's just completely just wrong half the time. <laughs> like it's just like, did you know that I don't know? Like like a People magazine article would come out about my parents or one of them, and I would be like, that's not true. I know that I know <laughs> that for a fact that that's not true. Yeah. Um, but uh. It was, it was, it was also good in the sense that like, um, I mean, I don't know, just seeing what they did and seeing like how much fun that they were having. And, uh, I was a weird extrovert kid. Like I was like, I want to do what you guys are doing. <laughs> Cause it seems like you get paid pretty well and, uh, it seems like a good time and yeah, yeah. let's do it. And, uh, I guess that it helped me like kind of realize what I want to do, but I also ha- kind of already had the know-how of like, oh, that's how. I feel like I have a really good bullshit detector now because I grew up hmm. in that world yeah. and kind of see like, oh, this person's using me or this person's like kind of in this for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, More or less. Yeah. And also um, for the people that, for the listeners that aren't really involved in the industry, I mean, people think that film sets are a very like non-chaotic place in which oh, it's boy. very organized and every you know? Yeah. Like even actors starting out when you start out and you're on a student film and it's like crazy. Those You're are even like, those oh. are even crazier because they don't have budgets, <laughs> right? But like, um, you'd think like when you get to a certain level, it's just like, oh, it'll be like a workplace. Yeah, it'll like level like... out. No, yeah. no, no. It's the most chaotic <laughs> place you could ever be. I mean, like when I was a kid, it wasn't bad because most of the time I'd be like in the trailer or like in Video Village, which is where the director kind of watches every take mm-hmm. or whatever. And uh, I'd there and I'd be there and I like watch a couple scenes that like my mom or my dad would do. And uh, mostly I'd be at craft service, though, because I would just eat <laughs> so much goddamn candy. Just I would eat all the... Because, like, there's a specific candy section of, like... By the way, I wouldn't even go to the table. I'd go to, like, the truck. 
<laughs> where like the like the stashes were. Nice. And I would just be like, Jolly Ranchers, let's go. go. For the stock. I go for the stock. I go for where it's coming from, not where it's going. Did, yeah. Did the craft services people ever find you in there and just be like, What are you doing what are you, with my stock? What are you, why are they a crazy Italian <laughs> pizza chef? I don't know. What are you doing? I imagine like very impassioned chefs work the craft services <laughs> on these film sets. Like with those like like the dumb little turkey sandwiches. They're like, Ah, my creation. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Someone put the cheese on top. <laughs> put the cheese. On. You're stealing my Jolly Ranchers. Um, no, they, it's weird. It was, it's almost one of those things where it's like they don't. I don't think anybody was eating the candy. Uh huh. I don't think. I think I was the only like because like it's for, it's just like a straight up kid thing. Yeah. Because it's weird. Like I now I'm on like if, if I'm ever on a set uh, that I, that's like mine. <laughs> you know that that I'm on. Uh, I don't. I don't really. I think maybe a couple times I'll go for like. Uh-huh. Some candy, or whatever, but nothing like nothing nuts. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it'll just give me like that sugar high, sugar yeah. low. I'll be like low for the rest of the day. Yeah, I don't know. Talking and, about talking about my body. Yeah, <laughs> talking about my body. Talking about my body. <laughs> um, yeah. speaking of body. Mm. Um, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of body. Heard you got a great one. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, um, you you went to high school out here, right? Yeah, I went to I went to. Well, first I started out uh, at Brentwood School. Okay. To was a private school in like yeah. in Brentwood. Um, then I left that in sixth grade to go to Crossroads, which was this another private school. It was in like Santa Monica and it was it's still there. <laughs> the <laughs> meteor did not wipe it out. Um, it's uh, it was great. It was like such a you, you know you know a bunch of people from mm-hmm. Crossroads. Yeah. It's just such a crazy place because we would all like I would tell people stories about what we would do there and they, they just don't like in college and they would not believe me. Right. Like, we called all of our teachers by our first names. We right. had a class called Life Skills, which was essentially group therapy. Like we just sit around a circle and talk about... Like, no one would take it seriously, though. Yeah. It was weird. Like people would be like, yeah, my day was good. I had lunch. Like, that was it. <laughs> and uh, it was insanely hippy-dippy. And it was made out of old apartment buildings. And we all kind of congregated in the back alley of two <laughs> buildings. It was, it was nuts. Yeah. But it was really fun. And they had a great... Um, theater department like this black box thing and I, lo- I actually really loved it like a lot of people don't really love like I, I've talked to people and they're like fuck high school sorry can I can I curse on this you may do whatever fucking shit <laughs> we're doing it bitches um, so uh, it's uh, yeah no like uh, god what was I saying Crossroads theater oh yeah I don't know I don't fucking know but um, anyway so- oh no a lot of people didn't like high school I actually did was the whole thing. Well, I was gonna say you. So you said you were an extrovert as a child. You did weird stuff. Oh yeah, I put did, on and did that. You kept that identity through high school. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I talked about this with Nick. Is like at Windward Two. It's a weird place where you like can kind of be yourself. Yeah. You know, and it's, like it's okay. Only recently <laughs> have I been like, maybe I should pull it back. <laughs> maybe I should like pull it back for a second. <laughs> you don't need to do magic tricks in the yard all the time. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, um, and so you did theater in high yeah. school, and um, and so did you. You did you did like mm-hmm. you did we did we the way we structured it is there was a fall play, so it was just like a straight play, okay, and then a spring musical. That's that's basically how we did it too. Yeah. Although we had the it was weird we had like different tiers, so there was like middle school shows uh-huh. that had I think two yeah there were like two plays one per semester, then there was. Um, like if you were ninth or tenth grade, you would you'd have your own little section of plays huh. uh, that would go. There'd be like one new semester. Then you join a thing called conservatory, which was like Whoa. real real yes. prestigious <laughs> conservatory. Conservatory in high school. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> at least when I went, like we all got into that. Like we had to audition, but we but we all got it. It was weird. Yeah. It's the whole thing. But then we would do like that'd be like a, a play and then a musical. Gotcha. Later. And it was fun. Although it would be like six productions that would happen throughout the year. Middle school, like in that theater. Like yeah. middle school, uh, I guess pre-junior year and then junior year to senior year. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, my favorite question about high school is um, if <laughs> oh, you no. open up your Walkman. Or I guess you're a couple <laughs> years younger than me. So you might have had an iPod by then. I, th- I uh, think so. Like a first generation or even like if you go to like middle school. Yeah. What yeah. was what CD is in your CD? Player, oh man. Were curious. What were you listening to? Uh okay. It's weird. I had a th- on my iTunes for a while. I had it organized by like the date that I bought it. Huh. So I could literally go back in time 
till <laughs> those things. I would. It was weird. I, I had like it was. It'd be like okay. So oh yeah, here we go. Middle school was uh, back in black by ACDC. Nice because I wasn't into music, and then I like I wasn't into music. <laughs> like <laughs> think about that. Like everyone else was like, yeah, we gotta use this band. I was like, no. Nah. And then I saw the movie School of Rock <laughs> and bought everything on that. <laughs> like, all the albums that had songs uh, it's a featured on that. It's, it's an amazing soundtrack. Yeah. Took Jack Black being crazy yeah, for me to get into music. No, it was like, that, that album, like, was middle school. And then yeah. high school, remember, senior year was, uh, God, Plastic Beach by Gorillaz. Nice. Amazing album. Yeah, that's a great album. I don't know why. What what was I? I know you've probably said this on this podcast yeah. before. No, what I'm is yours? people. Yeah. Um, the the one that sticks out so clearly is "So Long Astoria." The Ataris. Do you remember the song "In This Diary"? How does, that, how does that go? Here in this diary, I write you visions of my summer. I do. It's super like emo-y. Yeah. I just remember doing. I mean, it wasn't in high school, but it was. It was at that time going to summer camp, and. <laughs> You know, this was around the time of mixed CDs and whatnot. Right, right. And so, like, you know, on a six-hour bus ride, I would just listen to that album. Yeah. I don't know why. And I'm so different now. That's not me anymore. But like, I, I feel like I still... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I still did, like... I'm still into music in the same way I was back yeah. then in terms of, like, there's nothing better to me than driving and listening to music. Yeah. Like, there's well, nothing better. I think you'll like Guster. I will check out you should check Guster. Out. Guster, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their new album, Evermotion. Um, <laughs> if you were to start with them, though... Um, Easy Wonderful, which is their previous album, is probably a good intro. Easy or Wonderful. Or if you want to go classic, um, I'd say Keep It Together. Keep It Together, okay. Yeah, I mean, or Lost and Gone Forever. They're, they're How long have they been around? around? How long has Guster been around? <laughs> I think it's 15 years. They're, they've been around, and they're like this amazing band where wow. they struck this incredible um, in-between of like um, being indie, mm-hmm. being independent, and also having an incredible fan base. For instance, one of their current promotions is they're doing, uh, I want to call it a pot jam. I think they call it a pot jam. A where pot they're, jam. They're having a contest where they're going to go to Colorado to like, and they're going to like have a retreat or something with mm-hmm. a couple of guests where you're going to get high with the band oh, God. and have a jam. That's amazing. That's amazing. I wish I could still smoke weed. Because <laughs> that's a, because I, I mean, that'd be great. Yeah. I and, just, um, I can I And, the, and on it. their sweepstakes, they say, we will provide the munchies. I think you have to provide the weed. Like they have this funny. I think like, I think you have to yeah. provide. The Another weed. thing they did to promote their album was they basically were like Uber drivers for the day in L.A. and they like. Wait, really? Yeah, they picked up people and took them on errands while they played the new album before it was released and just videotaped people and they're just like, "So, what do you think of the new album?" And That's amazing. Like, yeah, I have to check that out. And then one more thing, one more Guster. No, it, we're getting Guster out right now. They did Camp Guster. Which all they did was they like had a another contest and they took like the top fifty people of the contest. I don't know how they judged mm-hmm. it, but and they basically ran a summer camp. Oh my god! Didn't play any music. They just were the counselors. Oh and I mean, they god. did have some jam sessions, but they just like it was like Ryan was the uh, he was the canoe guy that took so you on a canoe trip. Freaking amazing! Adam did the archery. Like, <laughs> oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah, it's actually it's it's weird. That's one of like Sasquatch's. Or at least one of my dreams for a Sasquatch is yeah. that I have this. We have this idea called basically like our summer camp tour, like summer camp skit tour. Nice. Now, if you're that would be amazing. If you are a sketch comedian and you've <laughs> just heard me say the word skit, you want to punch me in the face. <laughs> I know that, but because like the difference between sketch and skit is because like skit is a thing you do at summer camp where we're like I'm this camp yeah. counselor. So what we want to do is we want to go to like different summer camps, interview kids and counselors, and be like, all right. Like, who's the most popular camp counselor? What's, like, the deal? And we'll basically put on, like, little skits that, like, of us pretending to be the camp counselors for these kids and see what happens. And, like, just watch them, like, oh, my God, he's Devin. Like, we, 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 we want to do that so bad. Oh, man. I want to do that so badly. That sounds like such a great idea. I'm I, all for that. I, I just, it, it just seems like the best possible time. Yeah. 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 So- anyway. No, let's talk no, about yeah. let's talk about Sasquatch for a second. We'll, oh yes. we'll go out of order a little bit. We'll sure. talk about college later. Oh yay! But, Sorry, I'm like, <laughs> taking it to crazy places. Hey man, this is Sidekick Back Radio. We go out of order. We go. We do it our way. Yeah, yeah. Your I, way. I do, I guess. I, no, I know. I, I do notice. I say we and our. Yeah, our, I'm like it's just me. <laughs> I'm like this ain't my show. <laughs> I am but a guest. Yeah. But even on the first episode, I think I was just like, "We thank you for joining us here at Sidekick Back," and I was like, in my mind, like. 
Why did I say we? <laughs> I'm. It's just me. I do. Like you don't have like interns or producers <laughs> no, or anything. No. Oh man. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. So um, Sasquatch. We talked. I talked about it with Nick, but I mm. definitely want to get your point of view on it. And yeah. just like, I mean, you guys just had your year anniversary, didn't you? Or you're coming? Yeah. Up? Um, it will be one year of doing a sketch per week. Yeah. So amazing be... sketches. Thanks, man. By the way, I love it. The that'll latest be... one was single guys. Single, single cooking guide. Single. Yes, the newly single cooking show. Yeah. Which is uh, <laughs> speaks to real life in a way. <laughs> Uh, and it's basically you are just have been broken up with and mm-hmm. you're going to cook your meal. And it's just like which, ramen noodles. Yes. I'm just teaching you how to make ramen noodles. And <laughs> Under, I'm like undercooked ramen noodles. And I'm like, maybe I'll commit suicide. Like who knows? <laughs> um and uh yeah, no, it's been like it's been absolutely nuts with yeah. these guys. I I don't know. I mean, I, I love these dudes. They're amazing. Yeah. Um yeah, but it's like we're after a year, like so after our like fifty second Video consecutive video comes out. We're we're uh, we're stopping the weekly format. We're gonna go like every oh, yeah. two weeks, but we're gonna make sure that every sketch is like really high quality. Yeah. In terms of like production value and everything like that, so, so it's gonna be decision behind that was quality over quantity kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and also um, also it's just like it's just such a crazy schedule to maintain. Yeah, it's I insane. guess with the more success you guys get, it's going to be <clears> even harder to put out one a week. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, the fact that I mean, it's kind of good in the sense that uh, there's four of us. So if, like, if one of us has like to go somewhere or something, yeah. like three of us or two of us can like pick up the slack. But that the schedule is nuts, especially on like our editor and our like directors. It's just yeah. Because I just feel so, because it's like they're doing it for, you know, they're doing it for free. So it's just hard for us to be like, hey, can you, um, <laughs> can you, like, and yeah, and they're just great guys. So it's just hard for us to keep, like, I got you. doing that. Cool. But yeah, no, it's, it'll be, it'll be like a fun, fun change. Yeah. We're going to start doing live shows soon, too. Yeah. Which will be a blast. Yeah. yeah. Right around the block for me, too, at the Westside Comedy Theater. At the Westside Comedy Theater. Yes. February block. 6th. <laughs> it's going to be great. Oh, perfect. I'll be back. Yeah. Oh, will you? Yeah. Come on down. Yay. It's going to be... How long is Sundance? Um, well, there's basically two weeks. Okay. The run-up kind of starts this week, mm-hmm. and then the main weekend is this coming weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm flying in on the 25th, so that's the end of the first weekend, which is super crazy, I hear. Yeah. And then I'll be there until the closing night party is the 31st, but they still have award screenings on the 1st. That's insane. So, yeah, that's about when it wraps up. Yeah. yeah. And have a great time. <laughs> Sorry, I, just, I really want to go well, yeah, and for so you, fun. For you listeners, don't you worry. You're going to get to partake. I will I will be doing some recordings while I'm oh. there. Depending on who I meet and, you know, who I run into and who I can get to, like, talk into my phone. <laughs> hey, man, you want to do a quick <laughs> podcast into my hey, phone? Um, hey, Channing Tatum. Hey, Channing. 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 Mr. Do a quick podcast. Tatum. I mean, Tatum. Every time <laughs> I almost call him Tanning Chatham. <laughs> Every single time I say his name, like Tanning Ch- yeah. Channing Tatum. Yeah. When I lived in Israel, um, they referred to him as Channing Tatum. Just That's way more epic. I know, because they pronounce vowels weird there. So That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pronouncing vowels weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I completely forgot. Oh, we were talking about, was it Sasquatch? Sasquatch. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'll be back for the live show. And I wanted to ask you... The question of comedy versus drama. Oh man, I feel like a lot of actors when they start out get the get the question of Are you comedy or drama? And everybody wants to be like, I'm eh, both. Yeah. And uh, like, I even had like pre like really um, well to do people be like, You need to pick one, comedy or drama. It's crazy. And so like for you, you're doing both. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I. Yeah. No, I can officially say. You're oh doing both. yay! <laughs> um, <laughs> well, like Ithaca, that's a dramatic. Yeah, play, it's, right? and, that was. And then you got Sasquatch comedy going on, and then you did the Hunger Games. Yeah. And so, like, your feet are in both worlds, and you're doing both. I guess. Yeah. Well. And also, the line between the two is so blurred nowadays. Uh, yeah, especially with like stuff like, like Louis, or you know what I mean, like where stuff that's just like it's yeah. Funny, but also like super sad. Yeah, you know what I mean. Super or like, serious. Or like, like BoJack Horseman. If you ever yeah. watched that. Or like Between Two Ferns is so funny because yeah, it's played so seriously. So seriously, and I think I think people are starting to understand that. Yeah, more you know more, and I think we're going for more of a realistic, dramatic comedy. I don't know. It's it's uh, that kind of thing. I went to uh, Festival Supreme. Mm-hmm. Which is a uh, like Jack Black and Kyle Gass's uh, music and comedy festival, mm-hmm. and I just sat through like 
10 like amazing stand comedians and, I, and most of what they were saying was just like now was just like that was super sad <laughs> that was super like margaret cho just got up and talked about like being at um oh my god why am i forgetting her name joan rivers rivers funeral mm-hmm. and uh that, that, i mean that was that was it i yeah. mean, I mean she, there was a few jokes in there that people laughed at yeah. but she had a great set and it was just one of those things i'm like but that was also really sad yeah or like tj miller would like say a thing about homeless people it'd be like a joke and then he'd be like but we ignore them <laughs> and then move on but it, i don't know i guess like we are kind of in an age where they're kind of the we we're kind of blending them yeah. in a way which is good yeah for actors yeah because maybe one day we won't have to answer that dumb fucking question i know yeah but so with your reps do you have that conversation like you know jack we really see you as a comedy as the guy. comedy guy we want you to stick with it they've actually been really really great about that like they uh they they, they put me up for all different kinds of things and i i don't know i don't know why they're doing that yeah <laughs> but they're uh they're they're really, really great about that. Like they haven't like pigeonholed me in, yeah. in anything. Uh, no, it's 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 it is it is a it's a weird it's a weird question. It's also yeah. like a, it's, it's just a weird um, distinction because I've seen so many like Brian Cranston. I feel like is the ultimate like can do comedy and drama uh-huh. guy. Like it's yeah. like if you see him like Malcolm in the Middle and then Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. He's also just one of the funniest humans ever. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, you know, they haven't pigeonholed him, and I'm not comparing myself. <laughs> God damn it, that sounded like the weird. But like, I, I just hopefully, um, I don't know. Hopefully, I, I, I don't ever want to be like one or the other, because mm-hmm. um, then that just excludes you from half of the things that you could possibly do. Yeah. Um, but like, have you gotten that? Like, have you gotten that like a lot? Like, just like, hey, you know what you are? You're well, this guy. <laughs> well, when I was like first submitting to agents and stuff, yeah. I get the question of, "Are you comedy or drama? Don't say both." Like, I had a couple of people say that to me, and I was like, what? And um, when I was first starting out, I met with um, a family friend who's at a a big agency, and she was just like, pick one, stick to both. And then I did meet with uh, a younger, she's like on the older side, she's been in the industry for a while, Mm -hmm. and then I met with someone who's younger, um, uh, she's at a top management company, and she was just like... No, the line is so blurred. You should yeah. just do it all. There we go. And so, like, I feel like it is, it's kind of like a, I think, like the shift from black and white headshots to color. Yeah. It's kind of like that right now. I think so, too. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just a weird way of just, like, putting actors in a box and just be like, you can only work within these parameters. Yeah. And then that's it. God, I had a, uh, I think, I think if I were to answer that question, like, they're like, what are you, comedy or drama? Like, mm-hmm. right now? on the spot I'd say like I'm more comfortable I guess in comedy hmm. but you know you you put me with the right people maybe I can yeah. do I think I think that's like I think that's basically it yeah. but um well, the line so is know, so I'm, blurred I'm not asking you like to pick one or the other no I, I think, know I think you're great at both hey thanks buddy <laughs> thanks Fromer realize I'd still call you Fromer I don't know that's why it. and I'm so sorry that I do because it seems no, very impersonal no I prefer it okay I mean it's, it's just what I'm used to. Like, high school, everybody calls it. It's just something. such a cool last name. I Hey, I appreciate that. It's a really cool Thank last you. name. And it's just... Just stick with it, man. No, I like, if... Hey. I, it's just, like, I think Andy would be the one where I'm just like, mm, mm. not right. Just makes you yeah. feel like a weird puppet or something. I don't know. It yeah. just doesn't fit. Yeah. I only have one hey, you're guy. You're not an Andy. I'm not. You I don't have one guy ever call me Andy. And you don't own like, toys that come to life? No. No. I don't. Thanks for that reminder. Hey, thanks. Hey, you're welcome. As much as I thought I did, I was as a kid. Remember when Toy Story came out, <laughs> and then we all like, we, we all leave our rooms and then immediately come back in. <laughs> Be like, you guys up to some shenanigans? <laughs> Freaking toys. I wonder how many kids like have trauma because of that now. Like, they'd be like, I just, I just want them to come to life. Yeah. Or like when they're get like a Toy Story three like when Toy Story three came out like any time a mom was like all right we have to give these toys to charity or whatever they're like no, no. do you understand the turmoil they have to go through <laughs> they're gonna meet that, that these big, sentient beings what was the name of that big huffin p- pugs hugs and pugs oh pugs? um lotso lotso huggins stuff bear yeah he's creepy he's a creepy <laughs> creepy bear that was such a good movie yeah that also came out right around the time. Uh, I was going to college. 
Right. You hadn't gone to college yet? What a great transition. So it was just like, oh, man. Did you see me look at my notes and be like, where? where we got to get back to college? Well, I would love to talk about it. I mean, yeah. that we don't have to get back to anything. Oh. This is so open-ended. Yay. This is the whole kickback aspect of sidekick back. kicking back, back kicking baby. back, man. Making what we want. There it is. Yeah. Um, I do have to go at like 11.45, so it does okay. have to end. Cool. It does have to end. It does have to end. One day you'll leave me. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> But yeah, no, I went to college at NYU. Yeah. And um, that was great. And you were in the experimental theater? Yeah. So I uh, I got in. I remember I auditioned for who I later found out was a... So NYU has a, a thing where, for the theater department at least, you audition for um, the theater department kind of as a whole. And they have like, I forget. I want to say eight, but that could be wrong. Eight studios, uh, studios that kind of teach a different acting method and uh the one i got into was the experimental one um which is a lot of like you audition for eight and then the faculty assigns you yeah it's like you can say like oh which one i'd like to be in but they put you (laughs) kind of it i don't really love that way of doing it because it's just kind of like it's kind of like we're telling you what you need yeah which is kind of what we do need but at the same time i don't know it felt a little bit like okay i guess i have no choice yeah um, well, and also I can't because college kids are so. First of all, college kids are so flippant. They like yes. change, I you know mindsets all the time. And also, everybody would probably want to do only one. Yeah, and so it would be very lopsided. But yeah, exactly. No, no, no. It'd be, are there like eight? Uh, the eight you said are there like? There dis- might be like seven. I have no clue. But are they distinct? Is there like? Yeah, they're pretty distinct. Um, there's so there's like a Meisner studio. There's the okay. experimental. That's what I'm thinking. Is like, what are the eight types? Yeah, there, well, there's like uh, an entire uh, studio based off the teachings of Stella Adler. Mm-hmm. There's like they just call it Adler. Gotcha. Um, there's a, the Atlantic Theater Company, which is like William H Macy and. Um, God, I'm sick and my brain doesn't work. He's a playwright with the most famous mammoth, David Mammoth. Got it. God, mammoth. God, mammoth. <laughs> um, David Mammoth and William H. Macy kind of founded it, and it's their school of uh, acting. And um, yeah, and then like after the first couple years, you can transfer. You can go to somewhere else. So I spent two years in ETW, and I liked it. I learned, I learned a lot. And then um, I transferred to this thing called Stone Street, which was only film and TV acting. Oh. Uh, yeah, which was just like, it just prepped you for like auditioning and uh, yeah. being on set practically and stuff like that. And that was that was great. Yeah. And I love that. So in terms of performance mm. and performing, you know, because like I went to Santa Barbara in the BFA program and, you know, we had our performances as our finals, you know? You, yeah. You guys had that too, I'd imagine. Oh, we did. We, so, in ETW, we'd have like uh, like a final day where we all came and watched the scenes we were working on mm-hmm. in like our acting class. and uh, Or like a final, it is a final day, like a, the final performance that you're kind of, that's, that's the one you're kind of graded on. Yeah. You know, based off of like how far you've come like in the scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like your understanding of it. Um, but you guys would have like final, like final, like performances of it, like with everybody there. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was called super Saturday. Ooh. And so on the Saturday of final before finals week, um, it would just be a whole day. Like the sophomores would go in the morning and mm-hmm. there'd be a break. The juniors would go in the, you know, afternoon and then the, um, uh-huh. seniors in the evening. Um, this is one day. It was just one day full of just all of the, was it just the most stressful thing. Ever? Uh, kind of. I mean, it's no different than, like, preparing for your finals, you know? Yeah, okay. It, it, it's the same level of stress. Um, the only difference is we would have our, you know, party after, the Super Saturday party. I mean, there's <laughs> nothing better than a post-performance of any kind party. Like, yeah. back in high school, it was, like, the after after the show yeah. was over. That's kind of why I'm doing this, is because I want to kind of capture that feeling of just, like... Yes. It's just being up until 6 a.m., talking with your friends who are, you know... Um, Edu- being edu- educated artists, you know, like are you learning artists? Yeah. and talking about stuff, and that's kind of why I'm doing this. But anyway, I mean, like, the, no, yeah, but the, yeah, exactly. Like those heart to hearts that would happen. Oh God! I like yeah. And in college, it was the drunken like drunken like. I respect you. And then you guys would, armor. and then you guys would end up like making out at the end of it. <laughs> didn't matter if it was male, male or female. Oh, it didn't matter at all. No, 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 no. Ah, theater, theater. It didn't matter. Um. Yeah, no, the, uh, it got, it was nuts. But, like, with the, 
With, with the Stone Street with like the film and TV one. Yeah, so what were the performances like for that? There wasn't really like a end of the semester thing because everything was on tape. You know what I mean? Yeah, so exactly. you'd go and they'd film you and you you just kind of be graded based off of that. It was it was it was weird. Also, Stone Street was very much a thing of like if you if you work at it, like you'll get something out of it, but mm-hmm. you could technically just kind of breeze through it and be like, eh, what are, you know, like, and, and just kind of be okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was, it was fun. What we did do, which was a little nuts was we, we were in a feature length movie that they made Whoa. one semester. Like that was my whole semester was being in like, was like, I was like the lead in this movie that was being made by NYU. And, uh, wow. so, man, how was the cast? What was the casting like for that? That was well. They like auditioned us. Okay. Like just that they like auditioned their like pool of actors that they had, yeah. and they like cast people in certain roles. And, and it was where we just like drive out to like New Jersey or uh, Long Island and just film stuff. But it was still low budget. Yeah, it was it was it was weird and crazy. And did it get a release or no? I don't I don't I have no idea what's happening with it. But it it was it was an entire semester of my life was just being on this movie. Called, uh, at first it was called, oh God, I forgot completely what it was called. Now it's called Aberrant. But at one point, at one point, it was called, I don't know, it was, it was a lot of things. Like Vineland, there was so many titles. Whoa. Yeah, because it doesn't really like, like I'm the main character, but there's so many other things going on with it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do you call it? So yeah. it was like, maybe we just call it the name of the town. <laughs> They're like, Vineland. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> Who wrote it? It was the This faculty? guy, this like this gra- this graduate writing guy uh, from NYU. Wow. He just wrote it. And the, I mean, my acting class were doing something similar. Like, really? Yeah, we're, we're making a feature film with just people in class. That's super cool. And uh, it's coming up soon. Um, like, you, the production of it all? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And do you know who, did one of you write it? Uh, no, our teacher... Really, oh, that's awesome. His wife, yeah. Um, but you, so it's interesting because we're like not really sure. He's not. We're not having formal auditions for casting. Mm-hmm. He's like casting us based off of um, our working class and like. Okay. Um, also, stuff like uh, you know punctuality and like you know right. Um, Will this guy show up? Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So he's it's pretty interesting. It is weird being like just like not based off an audition, but based off of like just kind of what they know of you. Yeah, that is odd. Yeah, and also um, everybody we kind of employ like all the same. I don't want to say method because it's a dangerous word, but the system. Mm -hmm. You know the system that we use. By the way, our our class is called Screen Actor System. For those anybody interested, you feel free to do a working audit. Hey, class. Screen Actor System. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There we go. Are you in cl- class? I'm not in a class right now. No, I'm like I'm just I'm uh, I'm writing with Sasquatch at this point. It's like one of these things where like so I'm filming this TV show in May, and then I'm just kind of I'm just here. Yeah. <laughs> like it's cra- it's it's been nuts, but I'm like seeing old friends and it's, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. And so that in May, that's the HBO. Yeah. Can you uh, talk about that? A little oh, I can't. Like, yeah, it's like, like it's it was weird. Like with. Hunger Games, I remember I was like, I was casting it, and then they said, uh, don't you say a goddamn word. Like, they were very, (laughs) (laughs) they were very, like, everything was very tight, you know, like, I couldn't really, I am sick, by the way, Uh, I couldn't really. You wouldn't have known it until just now. Until just now. Yeah, 30 By the way, this is not, this is not the first time I'm telling Fromer this, (laughs) and I'm like, you're trapped. Um, He knew the risks. I knew the, it's well worth it, I think this is going very well. Oh, yes. Um. But with, uh, yeah, because they were just like, they're like, don't say a thing. Everything was very, you know, close to the vest. But with this one, it's all all out there, which has been good. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically, yeah, it's a show. uh, It's about the music business in the 70s. 70s, yeah. Yeah. First one, like the first, like the pilot took place in like 1973. Uh, So we shot the pilot and uh, it was was so much fun. Like the, it's like this cast of... People that work at this uh, record label called American Century. It's kind of a, it's fictional. Fictional, yeah. yeah. But um, it's all about this guy played by Bobby Cannavale. He's the lead of it, and basically, the record company is going down the tubes, uh, and they're about to be bought out by like a German company. And um, it's basically about his struggle with 
keeping the company despite the fact that it's going completely completely off the rails uh and he's got some issues with like his wife who's played by like olivia wilde and uh some issues with sobriety and some fun mob stuff that i won't get into because uh-huh. i think that'd be a good surprise yeah. um but the cast is insane and yeah. they're all the best people like they're all the nicest like there's not one there's not one shithead in the entire <laughs> cast uh, which usually means it's me, um, but uh, it was it was so much fun to do, yeah. and they're all amazing people. So, what's your part in it? Are you, I my name is Clark, and I'm like a young A and R rep. I'm a junior A and R rep, and um, artist in repertoire. And basically, what these guys still do is like they just go out to all these they just go out to all these clubs or like the music venues like till the wee hours of the morning mm-hmm. and they just try to find a sound well i guess now you can do that with like soundcloud and stuff like that yeah. but back then you had to know people at certain venues you had to stay there all night and listen mm-hmm. and then eventually approach them and be like hey we can get you in a room with this person and you can collaborate with this person and we could sign you and um we could put this such and such together. And basically you just have to, it's just a whole, uh, God, what do you say? It's like a whole, uh, I'm forgetting the word. Again, I'm sick. That's right. I don't know. It's kind of a, it's can... a schmoozy kind of thing you have to like put on for people. And it's, uh, it's been, mm-hmm. it was, it was crazy just getting to, we, they had actual like, uh, A&R people on set kind of helping us out. Mm-hmm. And current was, or people who did it. People who did it. The and then, um, now are higher up mm-hmm. or retired, uh, but it was it was yeah it was just a crazy time to learn about. Yeah. Really, really fun. So, are there going to be musical performances in it? Like yeah, like we have. Um, I don't know if that's been announced. So I won't say that. But there are like people who uh, there are people who like are uh, playing like actual bands, mm-hmm. like actors who are bands that were around back then. Nice um, and. Uh, that was so cool. Like in the read through, just like, oh, that guy's such and such, and he's playing. You know, that guy's playing such and such, and can actually sing like that guy, and he's doing it in the read through. It's insane. That's awesome. Um, and uh, is is Martin Scorsese? Yes, Scor- I, yeah, Scorsese directed it, and um, oh, so you worked with? I worked with Scorsese. Scorsese. I should have. It's weird. It's not something. <laughs> it's weird. Like the whole thing with with. Uh, by the way, he is the like. There is a reason why he is the greatest. Yeah, because. <laughs> He's the greatest. Like, he's just the... I think what sets him apart from everybody else is that he's just the nicest guy <laughs> you will ever meet in your entire life. Like, he's, of course, visually talented and knows how to work with actors. And he's very down for, like, improv. And he loves to laugh. And he's a really genuine guy. But the fact that he, like, because he's such a nice guy, you want to be... You want to do your absolute best for him. Because hmm. a lot of directors will try to, like, intimidate you. Yeah. into doing what they want you to. But he's just, it's all very loose and you kind of come to something together as opposed to like, do this, you asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's been, it, it was, it was incredible. It was, I mean, like, I, I, I don't even know if I'll see him again. Yeah. So I, he only directed the pilot. He directed the pilot and he's like executive producing the show. Gotcha. Um, he is a busy guy. He's a busy guy. <laughs> but, <clears throat> but uh, he's, it was, it was just, the best. Wow. And yeah, so, uh, yeah, he, Terrence Winter is like the showrunner. Um, and he did like The Sopranos and Boardwalk Empire with Martin Scorsese. It's weird. On set, we would call, uh, Scorsese Marty just cause that's what everyone calls him. But you know, there's that stigma of like people just being assholes and be like, oh yeah, Marty and I. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I would have to cut like after like a day on set, I would, I would like go out. And I'd be like, Marty said the funniest thing today. And people would be like, you son of a bitch. You can't do <laughs> oh, that. Oh, is that Martin Scorsese? You mean Martin Scorsese? Uh, and I would like, and I'd have to like pull that back. But that's just like what, that's what he wants to be called. Yeah. If you know him, I guess. That's great. Uh, but like, I, I don't, like I've, I've weaned myself off of that. Mm-hmm. It's like the same thing of like, me and Barry. Oh, you mean Barack Obama? <laughs> the president of the United States? <laughs> it's that same thing. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, like, Mick Jagger is also one of the executive producers, so I got to meet him, oh, right. which was insane. <laughs> uh, and, uh, man, it was it was just, it's been, it was like the best two weeks of my life. I was just like, okay. Wow, you're going to have a great summer. It was a, it would be an amazing summer. <laughs> really, yeah, I'm just like, I'm essentially just like, I don't, I have no idea how long I'll be there, but I'll be just 
living in New York for like a couple of months. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's such a rough life. No, yeah. <laughs> like I, I feel I since I just don't I don't believe it. I just I, yeah. I, st- I still kind of don't really believe it. But it was it was amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool as shit. I can't believe uh, we've gone this long and we haven't really talked about Hunger Games. I'm sure I have. Oh, a lot of, I'm sure I have a lot of listeners right now who tuned in just because. Hey, that. what up? Because <laughs> uh, Nick and I talked about kind of like the explosion after that, and just like it. It was a weird thing because I don't think I've ever, ever, ever had that much just attention on me. Mm-hmm. Like especially like I don't think I'll ever have that much attention on me ever again because. Hopefully you will. Maybe. I mean, I don't know because maybe this podcast, will maybe this podcast will <laughs> shoot me back up there, baby. <laughs> um, no, but it was, uh, it, it was, it was weird because it was just. I'm a very like I'm a, I'm you know I have a I have a name, but I'm a very minor character. Yeah. And that thing, like I, I just I do. I think Nick said this too. It's like the other thing is is like I I I kill one of the main characters. Yeah. Spoilers. I think <laughs> I don't know. But um, if you're listening and you haven't seen it right now, and there's a, everybody. Yeah, I killed Rue. <laughs> yeah, I killed Rue. Killed Rue, the adorable black girl, as as uh, Nick referred. Oh, I, oh yeah, she is so adorable. <laughs> I still, it's, it's weird. Like we still, me and Amanda, who played Rue, like we still see each other time time every now and then. Yeah. And it's just weird. Like if people ever like saw me and her hanging out, they'd just be like, "Get away! You get away, Amanda! <laughs> get away from him!" <laughs> Um, people like, no, they like, I actually have gotten people who like, like just, they like, like just comments on the internet or whatever, just about like, fuck him. Like he's (laughs) killed that adorable girl. And you were told when you were cast that people will spit on you. Be spitting on me in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. Verbatim. That was told to you. Verbatim. Yeah. I be just cause it's like, but yeah, like the attention based off of me just kind of, I mean, I was on that set for like a while. Like I was on that set for like three months. Mm-hmm. And it was great, you know, everybody was super nice, uh, not one shithead, again, it was me, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, it, like, I, I just didn't expect to be, like, that, you know, like, have that amount of attention on me, and it, it all really kicked in, I remember, during the premiere, because I remember, it was, like, the first premiere I'd ever been at where I was in the movie, mm-hmm. and it was at the, um, what's that giant friggin' theater in downtown, the, um, the Regal Cinema, the 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 premiere house at the Regal Cinema. No, it's the one right by the Staples Center. Yeah, is that what is that what we're talking about? Yeah, because that's where LA Film Fest was. Yeah, okay. Was there, so, um, or it's called like LA Live or something along those lines. Yeah. And anyway, but I've that been place. In that, I've been in that. I know what you're talking about. I've been in that theater. Yeah, but I remember I I went and I did like the red carpet and I and I like did interviews and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And this red carpet, you know, usually it's like or whatever, like, you imagine it as just kind of, like, one kind of line. Mm-hmm. This thing was, like, a horseshoe. Like, it went, like... Yeah. It, it, like, it was a maze. It was, like, a maze. Of, and I, it was just me in front of people. I remember I did, like, my first radio interview ever. And during the radio interview, you hear me go, Oh! My fly's down! <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember I forgot... Like, that was the what, like, the and I just took so many pictures. It's such a trial by fire. Holy oh, shit. it was. Like, I, did, I just took... I just taken so many pictures. <laughs> Of, like, me in a suit trying to look like a guy. Like a guy. <laughs> and, I, and I just realized, oh, all those pictures I took, my fly is wide open. <laughs> wide open. And, uh. like, in the in this radio interview, I don't know, somewhere, somewhere, somebody heard me go, whoop, flies down. <laughs> uh, but I remember, like, after that, I would have these, like, it was like a, it was like a, I think it was a panic attack, but it wasn't. Because I had them before. I had this weird thing of like, it's like I think it was a nervous delayed reaction. Um, also, also, let me mention this: it was my first time seeing the movie, and it was really? at the premiere. Yeah, wow! It's my first time ever seeing my like, and so it was. My, like I remember, my mom went with me, and she was like, "This was more attendance than the Oscars. Like this was a giant theater. Mm-hmm. It was ginormous, and uh, <laughs> and just like seeing my dumb face on screen in front of like." Oh, thousands. Was this in the Nokia theater? The Nokia, yeah. Oh, wow. That's what I'm talking about. I it haven't was... been in there, but like, that's a huge venue. Wait, Nokia? Movie. The one in downtown? I'm not talking yeah. about... Uh, well, there's like a premiere house attached to the Regal Cinemas, which is, I'd say, like 1,200 people. Mm-hmm. And then there's Nokia Center, which I think is 3,000? Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It was nuts. Shit. Oh, yeah, the Nokia Live. That's Nokia what it was. Live? Yeah, that's yeah. it. <coughs> this episode brought to you by Nokia. Yeah. <laughs> 
And that band, I can't remember anything. I'm so <laughs> sick. Um, um, but they, uh, yeah, because it was like the first time me... Yeah, so your mom was saying it was more attendance than the Oscars. More attendance than the Oscars. And I, and as a kid, I, I maybe the Oscars aren't maybe that well attended. Because it's only the people who were nominated in there. People, but no, no, there's well, like there's seat, seat fillers. fillers, yeah. But as, but I remember just being like, well, nothing can be as big as the Oscars. Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> like just having that thought. But anyway, just like seeing <laughs> seeing myself, seeing my performance for the first time, and every time you, you probably have this too of like every time you see yourself do something at least on tape for the first time, you're like, that is dog shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have that. You know what I mean? And then you watch yeah. a couple more times, and you're like, all right, yeah, that's fine. But this was my first time, so immediately I'm just going to go like, that was dog shit. <laughs> so it's me thinking I was dog shit in front of 3,000 people. Um, and then I had, and then I did the thing, uh, the red carpet, that was nuts. And then there was an after party. It was, it was just a lot. It was a lot at once. And then the next couple nights, I would like be trying to fall asleep. And then I had this crazy thing of like, um, okay, I want to say like from my elbow down to my hand, from both elbows down to my hands, and from both knees down to my feet, uh, I would have this like almost, you know that feeling you get when you don't get enough oxygen mm-hmm. to like a certain part of the body or yeah. blood flow or whatever. It's just kind yeah. of that, um, falling asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Your arm falling asleep. That's it. <laughs> um, like that prickly feeling, pins and needles feeling. <laughs> yeah. I would have that, but it was weird. It was like, and it was that, and I was also itchy mm-hmm. and it was just, it, it happened every night before my body would fall asleep. So I would be like, I would be kind of asleep and then wake up to like the, the scratching, like me oh. scratching. My it was nuts. So I remember it was just all that like delayed nervous thing. And I've done like press since then and yada, yada, yada. So I think I've gotten sort of used to it. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I remember just the Hunger Games was great and it did a lot for me. But I remember just being really freaked out by mm-hmm. all the attention at, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Which was not. But it was also like so much fun to yeah. work on and because everybody... I say this a lot, but it was like summer camp because everybody was around the same age bracket. Mm-hmm. And I'm still friends with like a lot of the people that, that worked on it with me. Nice. Yeah. Um, can you go back a bit to like how you got the part? Cause like, yeah. cause I don't, did you, you, I don't think you had any lines on camera. Like, no, I like think I say woo. Like, I say woo or something. Yeah. And like, like when you guys spot her down the river, you're like, she's down there. Yeah. Stuff like that. But like, so what was the audition for that like? Was it an audition? Did you just no, there was another. There was. It was like um, I remember I went in, and it was like three. I didn't know what Hunger Games was. Like I Wikipedia it mm-hmm. before I went in, and I like I kind of got the gist of it. Uh, and I went in. <clears throat> I remember being in the waiting room, and there was this dude there who was the most attractive man I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. Like I was like. Uh, give it up to you, man. Because he was like Australian. He had long hair. I was like, whatever part I'm auditioning for right now in this thing I don't fully understand, he's going to get it. Um, and then I went in and it was like three tiny scenes. I was just super intimidated by that guy. I remember it was like three tiny scenes. One was like, one was like, um, I had to react to like my food being stolen. One was... So this was improv or it was like a No, it was, like, it was a script. It would be like one line scenes. Gotcha. It was crazy. Wow. There were like two, one or two line scenes. And I, I realized later it was um, for like different tributes. Like, you know what I mean? And then I, the, the last one was like the slightly longer scene. And it was, I think it wound up being the scene where like we're all around the tree and Katniss is up there and we're trying to get her to come down. Uh, we should just burn that tree down. <laughs> we should have just burned it. We should have just been like, all right, we'll wait. <laughs> Not just wait, but. Let's we should just burn the. She's right there. We should just burn it down. <laughs> no, we we were we're careers, um, career tribute. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, so I went into the audition room and I, I did the I did like the third one, and oh, I remember they 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 actually told me because there was like a little desk to the side and there was a bunch of like fake prop weapons, Ooh. and it was the first audition I ever went into and the la- like I haven't had this since. But they went choose your weapon. And I was like, I was like, cool. And, was, and there was a Nerf gun there, and I was like, can I do that? And they're like, no, 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 not the gun. It doesn't work. I'm like, cool. And there was a uh, what did I wind up choosing? It was just like a stick. Like I just wound up choosing like a stick. It was like a yeah, it was a, it was a weird stick looking thing. So I just had this thing, and I was like, 
I freaking went. It was weird. I just went for it. I don't know. I just started screaming and acting nuts, uh, trying to get whatever this thing in the tree was down. Um, and uh, I guess they they dug it. And I yeah. remember I was in New York, and I was like months later, and my manager was in town, and he, we went out to lunch, and he's like, "Hey, you know, this Hunger Games thing might work out." And I'm like, "That that thing? No, stop it." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah." And then, like, a couple weeks later, he's like, hey, you were just casting The Hunger Games, and I was, the casting director was on the line, and she told me people would be spitting on me in the streets. And that was, uh, that was it. Um, I freaked wow. out. And then I read read the books, and yeah. Nice. Um, wow, so you had to wait months to get the word on that. I think, yeah, it wasn't months. It felt like months. I remember it just being, yeah, because uh, I didn't live, or my dad didn't even live out in L.A., for a while, like he lived in Texas, and I was in New York, and my mom lived in New York. So whenever I'd come back to LA, I'd, I basically just stayed at Nick's house, uh-huh. and I would like come out. I remember there was just for a while, spring break was the time to audition. Uh-huh. Like every time I come out, I'd be like, "Spring break, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna audition as much as I can." And that was one of those just like spring break auditions yeah. I would do, and then I'd just like pray any of them would work out because I was still in college and I had to go back and not audition at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. I guess my last question I got before we wrap up is yeah. um, you're the how, what was the decision process of you being the tribute that she has the flashback to in Catching Fire I have no idea like they called me like my manager called me and was just like you're gonna be Catching Fire I'm like no <laughs> <laughs> every time my manager says something to me I don't believe him uh, apparently <laughs> he's like you're gonna be Catching Fire no I'm not no. stop it uh, yeah I remember I got that news and I was like really and that was Nuts because, uh, like, the first one, we were in North Carolina. Nick actually was on that set the, for the first one for a lot of the time. Just and he knows a lot of those people. Just hang out with you? Or... Yeah, I remember, like, we weren't even that, like, we were friends, but we weren't we weren't best friends yet. Uh-huh. I remember he came on that set, and it was, then we, like, immediately bonded. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, there was, like, a pickup basketball game with a lot of the cast, and uh, yeah. Nick and I suggested that we all, like, one half, like, one team... Go out and buy matching safety green uh, basketball <laughs> and outfits. And you were like, that's... Yeah, the safety green machine? Yeah. Was it that? Yes. And, then, and I was like, that guy. That guy. That guy's that's awesome. That's the guy for me. That's, that's the guy for me. That's my future roommate. But yeah, so like the first one was filmed uh, North Carolina, and we were on this like nature preserve. And we were really out of the way, and like it was very secretive, very hush-hush, and nobody could know where we were. Um, when I filmed that Catching Fire thing, off the Jersey Turnpike... <laughs> it was insane. They picked me up from NYU, and we went. I went to like New Jersey in the cold. Like that was so close to the freeway. Like it was insane. Uh-huh. That scene where we where we filmed that, and it's just, uh, it was weird. It was very random. I remember just being there, uh, and being like, yeah, I just got this one thing to do. <laughs> and, uh, but it was just fun. It was a good time. And then I got to go to that premiere, and I wasn't as nervous. And that was good. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Good times. Oh. I guess. Um... Another thought I had was um, in those scenes where you're like, because I think people are curious about like the fact that, you know, the lead actors um, have stand-ins and like are not around for those things. So like when you did that shot of you getting shot by the arrow, oh. was she there? Was was Jennifer Lawrence there? Or? She was there. It was, uh, it was a thing where, uh, okay, so... They, they basically put a arrow in me already, uh-huh. and they just kind of uh, use CGI to take it out at first. So I would throw the first... Uh, wait, stand... Sorry, I think I'm, I'm answering an effects question right now. Did you say stand-ins? Like, kind of like... Well, just like um, like in the like shots where you guys are, as a group, like pointing down the river, and like, she's right there. Like, oh, no, she was she was around. She's yeah. around, but like... Um, yeah, no, I, remember... I guess the, the 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 whole make believe aspect of film. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it's weird. Her. I remember her being like they're like are they they're not going to make her stand way off in the distance. Yeah, so you guys have something to. Point well, no, to, the, I mean, they, what was great about that set though was that, um, and it's and it's crazy. It's just like I can't even comprehend this. Like when I just do sketches and stuff, but they'd often have like, two, like in in the pilot too. It's like they have like two or three cameras on any scene just to kind of save time ah. and to have many shots. So actually when we are pointing at her, like, oh, she's down there. Um, they had her actually down there and they just and had, reacting. and in reacting, they had like a oh. camera 
there too. Like it, it was great, and so it, it kind of gives you more of a fluid scene. Yeah, you learn something new every day. Yeah, because I because from what I've heard through stories and stuff, um, or like you hear about like how Robin Williams um, was really known for when he was done with his scene. You know, normally a stand-in would come in next to camera, so that way there's a still the eye line. Yeah, but he would be there and like good on him man yeah I know but like so that's uh, an exception to the rule or at least it's becoming not an exception to the rule I don't know like the whole idea of movie stars like kind of doing their thing and then leaving I really hope that becomes a thing of the past because it's like I don't know it's you know it's like a scene you gotta be there yeah for sure you gotta be there for your, your partner yeah yeah it's uh even on the little things where like you know yeah even on the tiny little thing because it's like the little things they matter so there's so much yeah what a great quote to end on. Oh, they matter so much. What a cherry on top of this wonderful interview. Oh, man. Well, this has been great, man. Thank yeah, you. thank you. Um, is there anything that we didn't cover that you want to say before we uh, wrap it up? Like, uh, anything you want to promote? Twitter handles? Anything like that? Uh, uh, JackQuaid92 on Twitter. Sasquatch Sketch at Sasquatch Sketch at, on Twitter. Um, go to our YouTube channel. Um, I'm in a video game called Shadow of Mordor can play that <laughs> right now. Um, Man, we'll have to talk about that next time. Oh, yeah. Even in a video game. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Cool. Um, be sure to follow me, Sidekick Back, and Andrew Fromer. And, uh, yeah, do you know our sign-off? Have you listened to any episodes recently? Oh, I forgot the sign-off. What is it? <laughs> oh, no. Um, you gotta do a little karate chop and you go, Sidekick Back Radio. Watch out! But <laughs> in so your exciting. own way. In my own sick, sick way. way. Alright. Sign us off, Jack. Sad kickback radio! (laughs) (laughs) Nice little southern flair on that. It did have a weird like, oh get some shrimp in here. It had a little little flair like that. Yeah, a little Cajun spice to it.